Father, we thank you, Lord, for the word that's coming forth. Father, we ask you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord. We just break off depression out of this atmosphere and heaviness, O God. Father, we thank you that we're enduring and going through, Father God, that we are steadfast and unmovable, unshakable. Father God, you're going to bring us into a place of greatness, Father God. In your kingdom, Father God, you're going to do mighty exploits, O God. You're going to be known in the land, Father. In Jesus, my name, because you are amazing, God. Thank you, Father. Everything that we do, we, we, we need to remember that it's for the lost. And the reason we come together is to, to win the lost, and we get so caught up in different things. But people don't understand that the gifts and the callings and all the things for the church is for Jesus to be known so people will get saved. This message is called Stumbling Block. <laughs> oh, that's better, man. Wow, that was annoying. Annoying me. Wow. Leave that for now on. Stumbling blocks before us. Religious people trip at the letter. People who claim to be believers, but they only have a relationship with the letter. Anyone can grab a book and try to lead people by the letter. One thing about the kingdom, it's alive, and our God is alive. And he speaks to us. What starts with man will end with man. What starts with the spirit will end with the spirit. God says these are thorns and thistles and briars and antichrist spirit. So we see that Jesus did a lot of things and we always got confronted by certain individuals. And it was mostly the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And people come up with all these things. But basically there's a spirit behind this. Let's read Mark 8, 22-29. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring, they bring, it's how it says, a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. So they brought this blind man to Jesus, and they wanted Jesus to touch him. But did Jesus touch him? No. And they took the blind man, and then Jesus put, so they wanted Jesus to do it their way. Religion and tradition always wants you to do it their way. But Jesus was waiting on what the Father was going to tell him to do. How is the Father? He said, I do nothing but what I see my Father doing. And so now we should say we do nothing but we see the Holy Spirit telling us to do. So when we do what the Holy Spirit tells us to do, not what man tells us to do, we'll have more fruit and God will be glorified. So this is the whole problem with people trying to say, where is that in the Word? Where is that in the Word? Look at, we need to look at the end result. People are so caught up in the in the process instead of looking at what is the result. Is Jesus being glorified? Is the people being healed or saved? Or are the people getting to know Jesus and are going to believe in Him from this process? Then what matters? The whole matter of God using us is for God to be glorified and to bring Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. So when we get caught up these religious demons in the church are putting a stumbling block, putting fear on people and not receiving things from the Spirit. And it's, a, and it, and it, and it's, it's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And they even accredit the things of God as the devil. They have no, no, no uh, um, boundaries. They just go out thinking, and it's, it, it, it's really nuts how they don't... don't um, come with the fear of the Lord before they speak and say things 
of God or not. Everything becomes the devil. He said, and they look, and it says, so they brought the blind man, and they wanted him to touch him. Because maybe the last meeting, he touched somebody and healed them. So all of a sudden, we, he's going to touch people all the time now and heal them. That's what tradition and religion, that's how things, Jesus did things different all the time, and we all do things different all the time. And even though it's not said in the word directly, then doesn't mean it's not God. What is the fruit? What happened? We don't have power to do anything. So if there's a blessing, and there's fruit, and there's healing, and there's salvation, and there's deliverance, that's, that's the proof of where it comes from. Who cares how it happens? But see, what they don't have, they have to criticize what others have. Out of, a lot of them are pains and wounds and, and, and hurts in their hearts, and they, they get rejection, and they end up becoming a resistors of the Holy Spirit instead of resistors of the Antichrist spirit. The town, when they, and then he said, and the blind man, blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, so he spit on him and put his hands upon him and asked him if he saw aught. So they wanted him to put his hands on him. The father said, spit on him. Remember Jesus said, I do nothing but what I see my father doing. So he spit on him, and he looked up. So first thing he did here was he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. He probably got him away from all the people that were trying to tell him how to do things their way. Distractions. So Jesus took the guy and led him out of that town, out of that atmosphere, out of that, that, that place of, 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 of what he was familiar with, so he could, he could find something that he, he, he wasn't familiar with and become in relationship with that. And then he, and he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After he had put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up, he was restored and saw every, every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house saying, Neither go into the town nor tell the people in the town. And Jesus went out and his disciples into the towns of Caesarea Philippi. And the way he asked his disciples saying unto them, Whom do men say that I am? Right after that, he's asking them, Who do men say that I am? And he answered, John the Baptist, some say Elias, others one of the prophets. And he said unto them, But whom do you say that I am? And Peter answered and said unto him, Thou art the Christ. So, why did I add that in there? Well, okay, many people are Facebook here, over there. Is it, is it God or is it not? Well, Peter knew who it was. Others said, I don't know. Could be John the Baptist. Could be, let's find it in the Word. But Peter knew, and by revelation, it is the Christ. There's nothing to fear when you're walking in the Spirit. You know who and what and where you are and who is of God. See, the problem is everyone's so trying to focus on all the counterfeit stuff that they're getting confused. If you focus on the real Holy Spirit, right. when fake stuff comes, you won't even pay attention to it. And you'll know it right off the bat. But if you keep focusing on what's not of God, then everything ends up being shady. And someone says, if you are looked for counterfeit money or something, and you kept looking at the perfect money forever, and all of a sudden something strange comes in, you, you'll notice it right away. But not if you're looking at both all the time. 
So, or if you look at all, now, in other words, so now you look at counterfeit all the time, and when the real comes in, you can't tell the real from the fake. Because you have no, rela- no relationship with the real healer. So that's what's going on in religion. They're always trying to stop. Yeah, there's counterfeit stuff. So what? God will deal with that, and we won't accept it, and we won't. But we, our mission is about these types of people, especially in certain denominations, in these religious sects, everything that moves is the devil now. God doesn't do anything anymore. If anything happens, it's lying signs and wonders. So where are the real? I mean, everybody. I mean, you talk to some of these people. It's, it's, it's venomous, and God calls them a brood of vipers. People are getting all the knowledge in the written word, are being convinced that they know the Spirit. So these people read the word, read the word, read the word, but they never get baptism of the Holy Spirit of the Spirit, and they get so in knowledge of the word, if something's not exactly like the word says it, it can't be God. So they put God in this box, and they, they entrap the people from being free to move in the Holy Spirit and do things that the Holy Spirit leads them to do that'll be authentic and different, and that'll will, at the end of the day, is there fruit? Is there healing? Do people recognize that Jesus is alive? That's the whole point of it. And, what's so, and then people and the religious are coming against God's true um, signs and uh, true messengers and true people of God with their, with their demonic religiosity. People are getting all the knowledge and written and convinced, but deep calls to deep. They're fueled with pride and false humility. And they'll say, oh, I said, where is it in the Word? That's all the time. Where is the Word? Well, where is it in the Word? The Holy Spirit might say, go hug that girl, and I'm going to heal her from torment. And you go hug her, and God heals her. It's not in the Word. but it, So now I can't hug somebody? You, we can go all day. It's not in the Word. Someone was talking about blowing on somebody, and where is that in the Word? Where is that? And actually, Jesus did blow on somebody, and they received the Spirit. But regardless of any of that, what I'm saying is, what is everything has to be written exactly in the Word? No, when they do that, they, that's a sure sign that they have a religious spirit. Don't worry, where is the Word? Say, where is the fruit? Let me see the... Because if God only backs what He tells you to do. And lying signs and wonders come from the devil because he's a liar. But they don't glorify God and they don't bring salvation, deliverance, or repentance. So they're, they're all they are is false signs because they have no fruit. What I'm saying, these people are going to be in trouble when they keep putting... Jesus said, do not blaspheme the Holy Spirit. In other words, do not account, accredit what's being done to the Holy Spirit, the devil. Because he said that was the most harmful thing. And they do it all the time. There's no fear of that. And, and they go out there because it's just a strange uh, phenomenon going on with, with, with certain sects and people... But everything is in there. What they're doing is they're destroying the little one's faith and then and, and then they want to walk out or receive anything that's not in their religiosity is of the devil. And it stops the Holy Spirit. It quenches the Holy Spirit. And it's criminal in the church. And God's going to stop it or He's going to sift them out. They're filled with pride and false humility. And it says, it says, well, and they'll say things like this. Well, then the guy, guy says, says, well, um, that was Jesus. That's another big thing that a religious spirit will say. Well, that was Jesus. Yeah, it was Jesus. 
And now he said that we will do greater things than him because he goes to the Father. He said he put his spirit in us. He tore the veil that we could have full access to God. Yeah, that was Jesus and what Jesus did so we could do greater. So right then, and then you ask, so they say, well, that was Jesus? Yeah. So you're, you're, you have, you're not in communion with Jesus? Like, that was Jesus, yeah, so we should do greater. And he said that the things that Jesus done, there's not enough books to even write. write. So it probably was a few hugs in there, and a few other things probably were in the book, and they just never, you know what I'm saying? So, but they, they stop at, this, at the letter when we... The letter is so important. It's our it's all inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's for reproof of doctrine. It's for correction, rebuke. It's so needed, but it does not show you by birth of how to do healings. It doesn't show you a blueprints on how to have certain prayer meetings. Remember, Jesus said in the Word, "Teach us how to pray." But the Holy Spirit said that He will teach us all things. And the Holy Spirit said He will guide us into all truth. So it's the Holy Spirit, and He'll use the Word to keep us grounded. It's not the Word without the Spirit is is a killer. Because it will do that type of things, because people get trapped up in the letter. And and it's the spirit of murder and religion. And that's what kills the Holy Spirit. And what that thing does, that was Jesus. Yeah, the religious spirit always wants to separate the head from the body. They always want to separate the head from the body. Jesus is the head of the church. If we're connected to Him, whatever we do, we do it because we saw Him do it. Jesus said, who is that? The sons and daughters of God. Those that are led, not by the letter, by the Spirit. Okay? And that's it. So these... I don't understand it because um, it's really uh, crazy. And if I wasn't realizing, thank God for internet to see the craziness of the people and, and the deception and the divisions and the and the separations and the cruelty and the words and the and the and and it's just a harsh. This, that religious spirit is a, is really nasty. It's very nasty, and God's exposing it. So it says here. So right here it says, heal was not, nor because Jesus never never told his disciples to come. Okay, for example, nine, it's like Paul says, we have, these are the nine gifts of the Spirit. Gifts of healing, right? Gifts, word of knowledge. Well, they all work together to do things that aren't written in the word. Word of knowledge is you hear from God about somebody or you can hear something about doing something. For that moment. And the gift of healing, he's the healer, says by the same Spirit, is all the Holy Spirit. So the gift of healing would mean he's given us the gift. We operate in it by the way he wants to. And it's no formula. It's not put five fingers up in the air and hold it up. And every time it's always Jesus proved that he was the walking gifts of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus proved that he did things totally different all the time. Because right then, man, it's like, oh, lay hands on and, and, and in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit fell on people by the speaking. They lay hands on people. Jesus blew on his disciples' receipt. So whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do, it's okay as long as it's fruit. Somebody will say anything that they give credit, anything that's not written in the Word is, is witchcraft. It's only witchcraft if it's 
ordained by man and it's evil and it brings you away from God or under control of another. If it sets you free, heals your body, makes you want to repent, it's not witchcraft, it's God. How are we, what are we supposed to have a relationship with God if all we did it have to know Him by the, reading the Word? These are big religious demons will say this. And like I said before, Jesus, they say the things, oh, okay, thank you. Little baby cups now. I got the wrong words. Thank you. What's funny? <laughs> On Amazon, they never really let you see what things are the size. I ordered this suitcase once and it came like this. <laughs> anyway, you got to be careful. Okay, and Jesus taught that religious spirits do not like us to go through the veil and be in a relationship with God. Religious spirits will always try to cut us off of the cut the spirit off. Yeah. Let's go to John nine. Watch this. I'm not going to be long at all today. Although I have eight more pages, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> And Jesus passed by and saw a man was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me. See, he must work the works of him that sent him. While it was day... The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground. So he spit on the ground. And he made clay of spittle and anointed his eyes and the blind man with the clay. And said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which by interpretation is sent. He went his way and therefore and washed and came... And he came back seeing. So Jesus heard, told the guy what he, he saw the Father doing in, a, in an aspect of being one with him. Go. He spit, made clay, put on, now go wash in that pool. And the guy did it. And he received what was given. Sometimes you'll have to tell people to do something. It's in their response. It's in their obedience. It's in their trusting and doing that, that when the miracle even happens. So God does certain things for His own reasons. So that was never in the Old Testament either. All the stuff Jesus did wasn't in the Old Testament. It said He'll do great things in the Old Testament. He'll be a deliverer and all that. But no details were done, written really like He's going to do this. And on the, this day, some things were worded there. But never because He was trying to get us to show us how it is to be walking in the Spirit, in freedom in Christ, to be able to be... Uh, a healer and a deliverer that he he is he, he is reproducing himself on the earth in us his body he says he wants us to be Christ like we are to do greater things we are the body of Christ that means we're his hands and feet on the earth now so why would we be any different and they'll say well that was Jesus yeah so that means that's us yeah. <laughs> that's a right there when they say that that's totally <coughs> big sign Big sign right there. That was Jesus. That so. Thank God it was him. And he says, and thus spat on the ground. 
he said that go wash in the pool and he and he came back seeing the neighbors therefore they which before had seen him that he was blind said is this he that sat and begged some said this is he others said he is like him <laughs> but he said I am he it's <laughs> <That's> pretty cool <laughs> some said it is he some others said it's like him others said and he said it is me <laughs> nobody really knows what's going on half the time anyway do they <laughs> but, but God does and if you're connected to the Holy Spirit you will therefore he said unto him were thine eyes open he answered and said a man that is called Jesus made clay anointed my eyes and said to me go, go to the pool and wash and I went and washed and I received my sight then said they unto him where is he he said I know I don't know they brought, they brought to the Pharisees him after time was blind. And it was the Sabbath day when Jesus said, They clay and open thine eyes. It was the Sabbath day, he said, He made clay and open his eyes. Then again the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. Now the Pharisees are the religious people. And then people say, Well, religion's not in the in the Bible, pure religion is undefiled from the world. And, and so if there's a pure religion, then there's, there's got to be an unpure religion. And if religion is, doesn't have to be, again, I'm saying religious spirits now will say that religion because they have to make an excuse of not being religious. So they, they'll say that re religion is not in, in the Bible. But it is because it's, it's, uh, it's a I, religious Religion definition has so many definitions, but I, I say it's doing anything without the Spirit. It has it's a form of God, but without the power or without the presence or without the Spirit is religious. Anything you do, and religion is dead. Religion is dead. So, a religious spirit is someone that's doing the works of God, but there's no power or no 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 presence or no Holy Spirit involved in it. See, Stephen got. St stoned and beat up as he was doing things of the Spirit. And they said to him, they, st they stoned him for doing the right things and they still st stoning people all the time. So, what did he do? He says, you stiff-necked, rebellious, you always, what would he always say? Religious people always resist the Holy Spirit. The resistors of the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus was the walking Holy Spirit in the flesh. And that's all they want to do is resist them all the time. What religion always does is resist the Holy Spirit, which is an antichrist spirit. Jesus is the Christ. Peter said, Thou art the Christ. The others say, Well, that's got to be a prophet, or where, where do we got to find it in the Word? But he knew who, right then he said, Thou art the Christ. He knew. He didn't have to question. The other people were, were Well, it could be this, it could be that, it could be that. But when you're. In the spirit, you know what what and who he is. And your spirit will bear witness that we are the sons of God. Your spirit will bear witness that it's the Holy Spirit. See, they don't go by this. They go by this all the time. And this will get you in trouble when you don't have this. Because this, in your spirit, man, is what leads and guides you the Holy Spirit. 
your mind will get you in trouble. So they're being led by their carnality, and we're being led by our spirit, but I'm trying to say the word spirituality, sort of, but what's what's the opposite of carnal? The uncorruptible, more... Anyway, it's okay. And Jesus said, and then he answered and said to him, How were thine eyes open? And he answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and opened my eyes. And they said unto him, Where is he? He did not know. I know not. They brought to the Pharisees him that after time was blind. And on the Sabbath day Jesus made the clay. Then the Pharisees asked him how they received his sight. He said unto them, He put clay on my eyes and I washed it and I saw. Therefore said the Pharisees, This man is not of God. Then the Pharisees said, this man is not of God. They say that about people all the time. When, it's, when they do things not in their own carnal mind or what they perceive by the letter. He said, this man is not of God. Jesus is not of God. That's what the Pharisees were saying. And they, were, they supposedly knew the word up and down, back and front. They probably could quote the Torah. I don't know how the, all the rules were. But they were pretty familiar with the law of Moses and, you know, because of this one thing, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? Now they're calling him a sinner. And he never sinned too. So now it's false witness. They'll speak, they'll speak evil of dignity. And that's what they do. Religious spirits will speak evil of God's fivefold ministers or God's ministers or brothers and sisters in Christ moving in the Spirit. They think they have the right to speak evil of the things they know not of because they're right and everybody's wrong. And then they turn around and say that the others that are that are speaking of that are, are um, prideful. But Jesus said, the, the people recognized Jesus and said, He doesn't speak as the scribes and Pharisees about from a book knowledge. He speaks as one having authority. So when you speak as one having authority, they always say, he's full of pride, he knows everything. No, because God's speaking through you, you know what you know. You don't have to debate or question what you know is from truth. So, they say, oh, he thinks he knows everything. But he doesn't know anything, but the Spirit knows everything. So, he doesn't speak as the religious people, so they don't understand that because in their eyes that's prideful because religious people never really know anything. They always point to something else and then another thing and then another thing. They're always pointing to something and always questioning. Questioning this, questioning that. Questioning this, questioning that. That's what they always do, questioning it, find it in the Word. And no one ever comes to the, to the knowledge of anything but confusion. So, that's what they said. Jesus spoke as one with authority. So if we are to be of Him and like Him, we'll speak with boldness and authority. Because He keeps not the Sabbath. And others said, how can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And there was a division among them. See, religious spirits always try to cause division. They cause division. They come on the scene and, well, this guy distant. There's fruit and there's all these things and then they come and make people question Jesus now. Instead of lifting Jesus up and getting more people to believe in Him, yeah. now we're going to question, is that really from God? 
Or is that really God? So then more people are like, I don't know. And people get, and they leave the church, or they leave things, or they say, now there is much counterfeit out there, but you don't, the real, well, birds of a feather flock together. Eagles don't hang out with, with, with false things, or chickens. Chickens are the religious people. They don't fly because they're not of the spirit. And there was a division among them. They say unto the blind man again, What saith of him? Now I say, Well, let's ask him. Instead of saying, Oh my God, this guy was blind, he saw, and he's glorifying Jesus, which they don't like and believe in. Well, that was the fruit. It's still happening today in the same midst, in the same kind of uh, thing. They're doing the same. Instead of, instead of rejoicing in the result, they're um, nitpicking how he did it and why did he do it on this day and what. That's what they do today. Well, look at the result. Who cares how it was done? Where's the fruit? And if there's fruit, then you better shut up because then you're getting in the way of God. What saith to him? He opened his eyes. He said, he is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received sight. So now they're saying, well, this guy's probably lying. They set up the whole thing. That's what skeptics will do too. Well, this guy, so, you know, he brings the people to the meetings, you know, it's not even a real. So they went and, and he said unto him, so they called his parents. And him that received his sight, the parents of him that received his sight. And they asked him, saying, Is this your son, whom you say was born blind? How then does he see now? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our, we know this is our son. And that he was born blind. But what means now he sees, we know not. Or who has opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age, ask him. If he shall speak for himself. These words spoke his parents because they feared the Jews. And the Jews had agreed, so they cornered people and they even get baby Christians to, I don't know, I don't know if where, what, you know what happened and, was it in the Bible? That's the devil. You can't, whatever, do this. So they're, they're a corner in the parents, and the parents are like, they, they didn't lie. They're like, he was blind. Ask him. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't there when he got healed. You know, I'm out of this. So they agreed already that if any man did confess that, okay, then it says, and he opened his eyes, and we knew not. He is of age. Ask him. He speak. These words spoke his parents because they feared the Jews. And the Jews had agreed already, agreed already that, if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, said his parents, he is of age, ask him. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise. See, give God the praise. For we know that this man, this, this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or not, I know not. One thing I know, whereas I was Blind, and now I see. Results. That's what really matters. The results. And who is glorified? Jesus. The results. The results are what matters. The fruit of what? what. And Jesus came to, to reach sinners. And they, religious people, start to get so in, so self-critical, and so self-absorbed, and so, um, what's that word called? Self-righteous, yeah, 
and they become self-righteous that their way is the only way. But Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And the Holy Spirit will lead us to do things His way, not the way of people, people's religious formulas or the way they think it is in their traditions. And He answered, He said unto them, What do you do He to thee? How He opened thine eyes? And He answered and said to them already, You did not hear, therefore would I yet hear it again? Will you also be His disciples? Now He's asking now you're going to be his disciples since you know that he did this? Then they re- reviled him and said, Thou art his disciples, but we are Moses' disciples. The Holy Spirit's not going to disciple us. We have the, 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 the Word of God. No man's going to say anything different than our book. It cuts off the whole fivefold ministry gifts and, and everything. That's what they always do. That's what religion always does. It's them in the Bible everywhere they go. And they have no fruit, and they have no miracles, they have no power, and they speak words, but they have, and they get, and, and I'll show you later what they do in the next passage. And that God spoke unto Moses and his fellow, we know not from when she is. The man answered and said to them, why therefore, and marvelous, um, why herein is a marvelous thing that you, not from whence he is, and yet has opened mine eyes. Now we know that God heareth, heareth not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper of God, he doeth his will. Him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of the one that was born blind? If this man were not of God, how could he could do nothing? They answered and said unto him, Thou was altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? Thou cast him out. Jesus heard that they cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Does thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast seen him, and it is he that talketh to thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. Everybody say, I believe. I believe. And he worshiped him. We believe Jesus. Amen. And we follow the Holy Spirit. And we worship him. And Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, that they which see might see. Well, they which see not. This is good right here. Now listen. I have come into the world, <coughs> that they which see not might see, and they which see might be made blind. He's saying, Those, I came into the world that those who see. <laughs> those who see not might see. In other words, we're all blind. Jesus came to open our eyes. We're blind in sin, all of us, besides natural blindness, and He's also came to make the blind. But people that say they see, but don't receive Jesus, will remain blind. Why? Because they're saying they, they say they see it in the Word, they say they follow the Holy Spirit, or they say they believe the Word of God, but they're blind. They don't see what others see. And you're, it's like trying to, t- to tell a blind man to see something he can't see. But they say they see. So because they don't humble themselves, God resists them. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. So they don't see. So all they see is what they want to see. But they remain blind. When Jesus came to open our eyes, only the Holy Spirit can open our eyes. And when we're baptized in the Holy Spirit and we're born again, we see. 
The Bible says you cannot understand the things of the kingdom unless you're born again. So, you're born again. You're open up. Your spiritual eyes are open because you were made blind because of the sin. So, we are able to see what we could not see and understand. And that's by the grace of God. But if we are prideful, we will not receive God. That's the problem why people say, why is there still like that? Well, they will not humble themselves and let God let them see. That you might see and they that which see might be made blind. And some of the Pharisees which were with him heard these words and they said unto him, Are we blind also? And Jesus said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. So he's saying it right here. But now that you, you say... We see, now they're saying they see and Jesus doesn't, therefore your sin remains. Pretty heavy stuff. Matthew 23. Jesus speaks about these religious, how they are. I just go, oh, the whole chapter on this is, but I'm just going to jump to verse 24 to 39. He says, you blind guides, you strain it, gnat, and you swallow camel. In other words, you focus on every little thing, like people's grammar or the way they spell something or Jesus said he'll use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise they'll focus on things to try to misdirect the truth diverters they they focus on little things like eating with unwashed hands doing this doing something on the Sabbath focus on instead of focus on is people's hearts being turned to Jesus is it the truth is there fruit abounding doesn't matter how it gets done, is it getting done in the Spirit of God? So he calls them blind guys, you strain in that and you swallow kind of woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. This is a, a religious spirit. And it's back then, now it's in the, in, in the church in a different way because there's nothing new under the sun. Just because we're not in the, in the Jewish, we're still in a, that spirit still resisting the whole Holy Spirit this day in the church. There's nothing new under the sun. He says, Woe unto you Pharisees and hypocrites, for you make clean the outside of the cup of the platter, but within you're full of extortion and excess. You blind Pharisees, you cleanse first that which is within the cup and, plat- and platter, that's outside you may clean also. Woe unto you scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are full of dead men's bones, and of all uncleanliness. Even so, ye are outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within <clears throat> you're full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the sepulchres of the righteous. And you say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, we would have not been partakers with the blood of the prophets. They say, oh, we wouldn't have done that. Jesus says, Jesus says yes, you would. You would stone them. Because it's the same spirit you're under. You do the same thing they do because you're the same. Wherefore you bear witness unto yourselves that you are the children of them that killed the prophets. Fill you up the measure of your fathers, you serpents and generation of vipers. How can you escape the damnation of hell? And you think that God is going to put up with people coming against Holy Spirit now? Same thing. Though coming against men and women are speaking of God or men and women or the Holy Spirit Himself and the works of the Holy Spirit, you think God stopped that because He went to the cross? He's just going to let those things happen? 
Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets, wise men, and scribes, and some of them you shall kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues, and you persecute them from city to city, that upon you may <clears throat> may come on the righteous blood shed upon the earth, from the blood of the righteous Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, son of Berechus, who slew between the temple and the altar. Verily I say unto you, all these things shall Come upon this generation, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You killeth the prophets and stoneth them that are sent by God. And you gather the children. I wish that I would gather the children as a hen gathered her chickens. And you would not. Behold, your house is left desolate. For I say unto you, you shall not see henceforth till you shall say, Blessed he that comes in the name of the Lord. And God say not, gather those that... God sent God sending us we're all ambassadors and we're led by the spirit of God we need to be free to move in the spirit of God and speak from the spirit of God so we have to be free to move in the spirit of God and then we have those spirits that are critical self-condemning there and the fruit of it all is it's an antichrist spirit it's an anti it's the stone the builders rejected it's the same spirit that's rejecting the Holy Spirit today. And men and women and young young and old and are being wherever they come into the kingdom, these spirits are are bringing division and stopping people from being in relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so we pray, Father, that you expose all of these spirits one by one and the people that, you know, they want to wear things, they want to look religious, they want to wear, there's so many signs of these spirits, and we'll, you'll know them by their fruits. Do men gather figs, thorns, and thistles, or do men, men gather um, fruit? You'll know my disciples by their fruits. And Father, let us know you even more. Move among us, tell us what to do, <coughs> breathe upon us, and we thank you, Father, for your word in your spirit, Father. We just ask you, Lord, to do a mighty work in us and around us. Make us one with you, Holy Spirit. Make us one with one another. Let us grow in strength in numbers in the kingdom of God. One accord, one baptism, once, only one. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that you are the spirit of truth and you guide us into all truth. And we only want to do what we see the spirit doing, not what the letter tells us to do or man tries to stop us from doing continue to lead us holy spirit let us have the fruits of righteousness and love and the main thing is did we learn how to love love our enemies love those and love you father with all our heart mind body and soul and let us not strain at things that don't matter let us get the full benefit of changing our hearts father in jesus mighty name amen